the Best Health for Us podcast for employees of Wake Forest Baptist Health. Welcome everyone to Best Health for Us podcast. I'm Jane. I'm a registered dietitian on the Best Health for Us team. And I'm Elizabeth Meinhardt, communications manager for Best Health for Us as well. We got a little upgrade this week, Jane, didn't we? Yes. This is a yeah. major upgrade. Feeling we got really some fancy mics, guys. Hopefully you can tell the difference in your ears. <laughs> yeah. I am sure everyone is thankful for that, <laughs> including <laughs> me. Hear us a little better. We're just going to have to get used to like this whole new setup and being this fancy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Jane, what have you been up to this week for some self-care? Oh man. Being outside again, I, I know that, um, Going for walks is a big thing. I usually say for self-care, but, um, being outside when the sun is shining is a whole other level of self-care. Yes. (laughs) And, uh, and so just, just taking time to look out a window is like major right now and, and drive with windows down because I was able to do that today. How exciting. Yeah. (laughs) I did that for a brief moment myself today. (laughs) Yeah, man. That really feels like springtime then. Yeah. We're, we're officially like heading in that direction and hopefully mm-hmm. it'll stick around. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What's been your self-care? Well, you know, today I was running a ton of errands and, um, was just feeling a little moving in a lot of directions. My parents are coming to visit this weekend. Um, and they texted me yesterday and they're like, we're going to come a day earlier. Oh, great. Sure. <laughs> Don't you love it when that happens? <laughs> Which I love to see them. So I'm super excited about an extra day with them. But I'm also like, now all the things I was going to do Thursday, I have to do Wednesday. Uh, so while I was running errands, I said, you know what? I'm going to stop for a moment and I'm going to swing by this little cafe we have in Jamestown, um, the Black Dog Cafe. Um, they took a little farmhouse in downtown um, Jamestown and they turned it into a cafe and shop. So they have cute home accessories, cute clothes. And so I went and got myself a hot chocolate and spent 10 minutes just walking around for a few minutes and they didn't have a lot of people there on a Wednesday morning. So it was very quiet. Um, Sounds nice. So it was just kind of a moment to like bring it all down center, enjoy a small hot chocolate and then went back to life. But it was just a few minutes for myself. So it was really nice to do that today. Yeah. That is like so much better on a weekday too, to be able to just like find a moment of pause because the weekend's that's what they're meant to be, but it feels so much richer on a weekday. It, it feels a little extra indulgent if you can take 10 minutes in the middle of a, a work day and do that. Yeah. Yeah. And that sounds like a cool place to check out Black Dog Cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Not, they're not sponsoring they're this podcast. They are not. But... They are not. <laughs> I bought an, a table from them a number of months ago. Um, so actually on top of that, they have a little rewards program and my hot chocolate was free. Oh, wow. So it was even better. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the ultimate self-care to get something for free. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so nice. yeah, it was nice to, you know, and look at some ideas and be like, hmm, do I want any of this in the house when I go back? So nice to kind of check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I'm excited for, for this week's podcast, um, because this is one of our empowering you series, uh, actually one of our very first ones with, um, guest speaker, Meredith Trank, and you will find out very quickly that Meredith is high energy and, and it's yes. really <laughs> infectious. And, and that was, a, we got a lot of feedback for that, that she was just such a compelling speaker and, um, and, and she really does have a passion for sharing with people how to find what gives you energy. And, and she's found that and joy. And, 
Um, and, and that's something that she does have to be intentional about. And, and she, she's able to, to really get that across in a short amount of time that she gave, she had with us in the empowering you series. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to share this with, um, with those of you listening and, and I hope that you find Meredith as enjoyable as we did, um, back when she spoke with us a few weeks ago. And I am so excited, honestly, Jane, cause I really wanted to come to this session and I couldn't. So I'm so excited. I'm going to be able to listen to it on one of my drive home. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm excited to re-listen to it. <laughs> so um, we won't keep you any further, but hope you enjoy this talk with Meredith Trink and embracing feeling and releasing pressure. Our presentation today is on how to effectively achieve your goals through embracing feeling and releasing pressure. So talking through kind of how to connect with our emotions to help us achieve our goals and how when we actually take some pressure off of ourselves, we can get there faster. So briefly, I just want to introduce myself just so y'all know a little bit more about who the heck is talking to you today. My name is Meredith. I am a Texas native. I grew up in Austin. I moved to Winston-Salem about a year and a half ago um, to pursue a master's in divinity and a master's in counseling at Wake Forest. Love living in Winston. It is perfect size city to live in. You've got everything you need and it's just everyone's wonderful. So love being here. Um, I serve as the lead instructor at Cycle Bar Winston-Salem, which is located downtown. So if anyone ever wants to try an indoor cycling class, hit me up. They are so, so fun. Promise to make you feel confident and strong on that bike. We have adopted a puggle whose name is Chunk. I love cuddling him very often. And I'm also an aspiring author and I have a blog where I love to write. So that is just a little tidbit about me. Also, I shamelessly still rocking Christmas. If anyone can see my tree in the background, I'm just going to own it. They're coming down late this year. I just needed to sprinkle some Christmas joy in all the way through the new year because I just need it. So that is me. Thank you all again so much for being with me um, today. I wanted to kick off today by talking about new year, new goals. 2021, we are a solid 13 days in. And for most of us, we might have some of those New Year's resolutions or goals we're hoping to achieve for the year. It might even be something from 2020 that is coming across that New Year border into this year. And that is amazing and great. Something I read, though, that I'm sure many of us can resonate with. I know I could was research shows that over 50% of adults in the United States make New Year's resolutions, but fewer than 10% keep them for more than a few months. So I know most of our videos create for often things, but you know, a little praise hand, little thumbs up, you know, like that is me. Too many times have I said, this is the year I'm going to do this. And then by mid-February, early March, I have just fallen off the wagon, if you will. And so today I wanna help us tune into kind of some different ways that we can stay out of that 10% of folks who don't keep their resolutions or achieve their goals for the new year. How we can kind of maintain our energy toward these goals, even after the excitement of the first few weeks of January fades. And so the first thing that I think would be helpful for us to do together right now is on the worksheet, or again, just mentally, or if you have something to write on in front of you, I want you to take 30 seconds to a minute and write down one goal you have for this year or a resolution if you want to think of it that way. Again, it can be something that maybe you wanted to achieve in 2020 and it's crossing over to 21. I'm sure many of us have maybe thought of this already, 
but I'm going to give you 30 seconds to a minute, jot it down, keep it in your head. I want us to have that with us throughout the rest of our time together. One goal. We're just taking a moment to think about one goal we have for this year. Okay. I feel like I need like Jeopardy music or something playing while <laughs> we have these moments of reflection, <laughs> but I did not know how to do that. So you just get some silence instead. Um, so hopefully you have that goal in mind or written down in front of you. Um, and thank you so much for taking a moment to do that. And before we move on, you have this goal. And so I'm going to share with y'all one of my goals for this year to make it concrete and kind of help us think through this. Um, so one goal of mine, and this is a real goal, I would love to publish a book. I've been working on something for a while, and that is a big goal that, that I have this year. And so when I think about that, and when you think about your goal, the next question on the worksheet, and for this, I would love to invite anybody that feels comfortable to share this in the chat box. But when you think of that goal, the next question is, how do you hope to feel after you achieve that goal? So whatever your goal was, it can be really anything. I want us to think about how we're going to feel once we achieve it. Once we do that thing, once we keep that resolution, how are we hoping to feel? Get in touch with those emotions for a moment. And again, jot it down, think about it mentally. Or for this one, I do invite you, if anybody is comfortable sharing, I would love to see some of those feelings um, in the chat box. How you hope to feel when you achieve the goal. Accomplished, elated. I love it, Crystal. Satisfied. Thank you, Janet. Healthy and energized. Mm, that is so good. Susan, successful. At peace. I love that, Cardi. Oh, relieved and accomplished. That's great, Kayla. Beverly, good in general. I love that. Just all around. Just good. That's so good. Purposeful. All right, y'all. Thank you so much to everybody for taking a moment to think about that and share if you shared. Um, some things I jotted down were we hope to feel accomplished, satisfied, healthy, energized, at peace, good in general, empowered. All of those feelings are incredible. And that is something I want to help us get to today. And thank you for taking a moment to think about that um, for sure. And as I was thinking about this and this feeling we hope to achieve after we get to our goal, I was thinking about something and I want to share with you this idea that we don't have to wait until we achieve that goal to experience that feeling. So track with me here. I think what we want to achieve is so important. And I'm sure some of y'all might be familiar with SMART goals. So like um, specific, measurable, attainable, thinking through the steps you need in order to get to that goal. But again, for today's talk and for today's purposes, I want us to think about how to incorporate that feeling you want into the goal achieving process. Um, so if we think about that, right, like we want to feel happy, good, purposeful, at peace. I want us to consider how we can start introducing some of those feelings into our lives right now. I think it's easy to get into the mindset of, oh, I'll be happy when I do X. 
And I do believe that you will feel that way when you achieve that goal. But I want to empower us all to realize like, hey, I don't need to wait until I do that thing for me, publish that book to feel proud of myself. Like I can start doing something today, a small thing today to achieve that feeling. And so I just have a couple of ideas and ways that we can begin to do this. And so again, kind of the part one of this goal achieving workshop, embracing feeling. So let's think about ways that we can embrace that feeling on our journey to the goal. So thinking about it as fuel almost. For example, um, someone shared they want to feel energized once they achieve this goal. So for example, somebody wrote that they wanted to feel energized after they do the thing. Let's consider what could I do today to feel more energized? Does that mean taking a three minute cold shower to perk me up? Does that mean making a healthy breakfast so that I'm starting my day with more energy than maybe choosing something that wouldn't serve me in that way? Does that mean a 20 minute walk? It doesn't have to be anything in like huge and big, but just thinking what's a small step I can take today to embrace that feeling and recognizing it may not happen every day, but we don't have to wait. And by creating opportunity for, in this example, us to feel energized today, that is going to fuel us to get to the final goal faster. It also is helpful in thinking about that feeling as why we want this thing, right? So for all of us that shared, you know, how we're hoping to feel, that's a why, right? We want to feel purposeful. We want to feel good in general. Um, I want to feel like I'm helping other people for what I'm hoping to do. Um, and always, always, I'm sure you've heard this before. But when we are able to connect to that why and to that feeling and to really kind of the root cause of what we're hoping to achieve, then one, we're able to experience that feeling more often without having to have that goal. We can, we can think to ourselves like, I'm working toward this and that's what's important. And you're going to actually do it. Again, it's found that people who embrace that why are way more successful in maintaining whatever they hope to achieve because it's rooting in something bigger. Um, Something else that is helpful is seeking role models that embody that feeling. So if you want to feel happier or more satisfied or confident, that's a big one for me a lot of the time. Finding people in your life who embrace that and help you feel that way. Feelings are contagious, y'all. And so if you want to feel happier, surround yourself with folks who make you feel happy or who share funny things maybe on social media that can inspire you. Um, by choosing to fill ourselves up with those emotions, we are able to create environments where we can more naturally feel that as well. And we have power over that choice, right? We can choose who do I follow? Who do I talk to? Who do I call when I'm feeling down? And that can really make a difference. And this final example goes along with that role model point, filling our lives with anything or anyone that might already help you feel this way. So again, going to one example, somebody shared, they want to feel empowered. Is there a friend in your life who you can call when you're feeling maybe a little insecure or unsure of yourself and they can rest, they can help you, you know, and say, Hey, no, like Jane, you got this. Like, I believe in you. You got the skills to do this. Like, don't, you know, don't let that imposter syndrome sneak in. You can do it. Right. So maybe it takes a moment for you to just think about who's the person I call or is it my partner or somebody that I live with? Even I can just go to their room and say, Hey, I need a pep talk. I want to start feeling more happy. Let's do something together. Let's have a little dance, speech, whatever. It can be silly. Um, but really, the biggest point I want to get across is just we don't have to wait to feel how you're hoping to feel. And by implementing and doing things more regularly that help create that feeling in you, you will actually achieve your goal faster. Yes, Janet, you're ride or die. I love that.
I say that's one of my best friends. Exactly. Your person. They're going to take care of you. They got you. Absolutely. And so to close out this kind of section, I wrote this on the worksheet. And this is something you can do right now or take with you to marinate on later is I know that um, Jan, Jan, excuse me, shared with me that y'all got gratitude journals for some of y'all that may have joined last week's session or have been a part of this. And this is something that you could easily tag on to a gratitude practice exercise is either at the start of your day, you can think, what can I do today to help cultivate a feeling of fill in the blank? Or as you're reflecting on your day, what did I do today to help cultivate a feeling of blank? So again, per some of the things that y'all shared, to feel happy, satisfied, healthy, purposeful. When we are more proactive, we are going to feel more in control of embracing that feeling and being able to get to that goal faster. So it just takes a few minutes. And again, this is not an expectation of perfection. You have to do this every day. Absolutely not. This is just a tip that I found to be helpful. Just thinking proactively, what can I do to feel more energized today? I'm going to set aside half an hour and go on that walk. In the sunshine, it's a gorgeous day if you're in Winston. Like, let's just move our bodies or let's, you know, connect with a friend we haven't talked to in a long time. Whatever it looks like, this is one way that we can practically implement this practice. I'm big on practical. I know some of these things are like emotions. What? Nah, let's get down to it. Let's imply it. We can make this happen. So again, either write something down if you want to, or for the sake of time, I might just keep chugging along, but think about this question and I hope it can serve you as you are working toward these goals. Okay, halftime story time for everybody. Picture yourself. I don't know if any of y'all have been to Cycle Bar before, but I'll give you a vision. So you're on a stationary bike. The lights are dark. The music is going. You're pedaling your legs. You're living your best life. Or maybe you're just having a day. You just need to ride through something hard, okay? I, like I said, teach these cycling classes. And so oftentimes we have the whole class and I'll say something like, okay, everybody, we have 30 seconds to achieve this goal. I'll give them a power output goal. Power is how heavy your gear is and how fast you're going. So it's really asking for maximum effort from anybody in the room. I'll say 30 seconds, let's get to 250 points, go. We work, we work, we move, we go. We hit that goal, maybe they hit 252, they're exceeding it, it's awesome, yes, great. But something I have found is instead of telling this class, you know, all of us on this call right now, we've got 30 seconds to hit 250, let's go. Instead, if I say, everyone, we have 30 seconds. No pressure. There is no expectation. There is no number you have to hit right now. I just want you to give your best, your best effort, your best gear, best speed, no pressure. Just try your best. Go. I'm telling y'all, if I was hoping for 250, they're at 275, 280. It is awesome to see the difference in how pressure or timelines or how we talk to ourselves can impact our output, can impact our effort, can impact how fast we even get to that goal. And so that's my little story for you. I know it was kind of specific to an indoor cycling class, but trust me, it translates, it really does. So releasing some of that pressure. So again, 
goal setting and being specific, having timelines, having mini goals to get to your big goal. All of that is so important. Please don't step away from this and think I'm saying like, ah, just feel it, you know? No, I think all of that stuff is so important and helpful, but it can sometimes hurt us more than help us. And what I mean by this is if we find ourselves putting so much pressure on ourselves to let's say run that half marathon in the next four weeks, and we, for whatever reason, aren't able to achieve it within that time frame. we can sometimes put so much pressure on ourselves that we, we slow ourselves down without realizing it, or we have all this negative self-talk going on that's really not going to get us there any faster. And so one thing to just consider as you are working toward that goal, if you're maybe not going at the pace you'd like to see, just pause and think about that. Is this timeline of the utmost importance? If not, can I release a little bit of this pressure and maybe give myself more time to achieve this goal or reframe this goal or how I'm thinking about it? Um, I'm skipping down a couple of lines, but having that just try mindset. Oftentimes when we are working toward a goal, I'm sure some of y'all might resonate with this. It's something you've never done before. And that beginner mindset can be super intimidating sometimes. And if anyone is a recovering or still perfectionist like me, I'm very much like, you have to do it perfect the first time and you didn't do it at all. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I got some little mental amens going on there. But instead, if we have a growth mindset or a just try mindset of, I'm just going to try for one more mile today, or I'm just going to try to write 100 more words today, or I'm just going to try to cook a new recipe today, right? And if we burn it, uh-oh, it's okay. We can still order takeout. Like it's not the end of the world, but we tried and we learn. And so this second bullet, this growth mindset, it's important to see every step as a learning opportunity. When we identify setbacks or things that might slow us down with failing, oh my gosh, friends, that is the furthest thing from the truth. Anytime you are moving in a direction of growth, you are succeeding, you are working towards something that is important to you, and that is so valuable. And so timeline hurting or helping you, changing that mindset of, let's just try today. We think about how we're gonna incorporate that feeling, we just try. If it doesn't go how we planned it to go, it's okay. Let's make space to reflect on that and learn moving forward. And this final question here, which I do also have on our worksheet is, what spoken or unspoken pressure do you need to release to help you achieve this goal? Spoken or unspoken, yeah? So sometimes we set goals. Ooh, I wanna see what this, this friend shared. Let me try and get to the chat. Sorry for the interruption. Replace the word try with train. Ooh, yeah, I really like that. Absolutely. Just train, just do the thing, just walk, just eat, just do, just do the thing, right? Absolutely. Having that mindset of giving it anything you got today, even if it's smaller than you want it to be, is such a win. And taking a moment to be proud of that. Um, but back to the idea of pressure, sometimes other folks or even social media or things like that can put this pressure on us that is really not welcome and can sometimes slow us down again or make us expect perfection on the first try. You know, people rarely show their messy beginnings and we all have them. So if you're feeling like you're stuck in the muck of, I really want to do this thing, but I don't even know where to begin. And I feel all this pressure to do it right. 
how can you exhale that out? Just let that go and give yourself permission to be that beginner. And also identifying any internal pressure you might be putting on yourself. Um, just journaling through those things, y'all, can be really fruitful in helping you get there faster. Um, it's kind of ironic and backwards to think that releasing pressure or a specific timeline can accelerate your process, but I've seen it work. I really, really have. And so think about that. Is there any pressure that you can take off yourself um, and give yourself permission to be that beginner? Your best friend with all of this, let me see, here we go, is self-compassion. This is huge, my friends. If there is one thing you take away from our time together this afternoon, it is to ensure that you are extending compassion to yourself, which is way easier said than done. So don't think I'm out here saying, oh yeah, super easy to be kind and gracious to yourself. I understand I am my harshest critic. And so a couple of things here on self-compassion that will really help with achieving this goal. And again, not just achieving it, but maintaining it. That 10% that that research told us that don't maintain their resolutions after a few weeks, or excuse me, the 10% who only keep them. We're gonna get in that 10% through self-compassion. So if you fall off track, we always have a choice in how we respond to ourselves. And bumping down to my fourth note here, talking to ourselves like a friend would, like someone shared earlier, your ride or die. Okay, so if you hiccup, if you fall back, if you do something that wasn't in alignment with your goal or whatever it might be, pause and think, how would I be talking to my best friend about this? Would I be beating her up and saying like, hey, no, like might as well just give up now. Like, no, 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 no. We would say, hey, it's okay. We all have those days. We're not perfect, but this doesn't mean we quit. We just take a pause. Maybe we reflect on it. We get a good night's sleep. Tomorrow's a new day. We try again. Yeah. So channeling that, like, how would I be talking to her about this or him about this or them about this? Um, no one's perfect. And showing ourselves that compassion and grace. Again, it might sound backwards, but it'll get you to that goal faster. It really will. Um, and again, opportunity to examine it and learn from it. Always learning opportunities, my friends. And most importantly, just when you have roadblocks or hard days, or if you need to even take a pause from something that you're working toward, that is absolutely okay, but we don't give up. If it is something that is very important to you and means a lot to you, you can always slow the pace at which you're pursuing it, but at no point do we need to completely say like, hey, not for me anymore. If it's what you want, if it's what you need, we're gonna keep going after it, but we're going to be gracious to ourselves along the way. Um, and realize, again, back to my first point, if you want to achieve X in order to feel healthier, accomplished, purposeful, at peace, all of those things, whichever of those things where you're feeling, we can do that today. If it's at peace, we can take a five minute meditation break and pray or breathe or do the thing that serves your soul in that way to give you peace. Um, we can do that right here, right now. And those little baby things are going to add up to the big thing faster than you realize. And it's such a beautiful thing. All right, y'all. This is a quote that I would love to end with this afternoon that I heard in a song called Fail Me. And it says, if you are moving forward, you are not failing. You cannot be working towards something and failing at the same time. And I heard this at the start of this year and it resonated with me so deeply. And so with this topic of achieving goals, embracing feeling and releasing pressure, we're always moving forward though. 
or going in that direction. And as long as you are working toward that goal, you are not failing. And even if you say, hey, I need to take a break from pursuing this and do something else, that's not failing. That's reprioritizing and refocusing your energy based on what the world or your work or your family or you name it is is needing from you right now. That's just wisdom, y'all. That's not failing. That's wisdom. Okay. But with this goal setting, having that mindset of how can I achieve this feeling today? How can I use it to help me get to this goal? And just having that forward motion, whatever pace it is. And so to end, here are some action steps for y'all to implement if you think it would serve you. Um, do one thing this week to cultivate more of your goal feeling. So what are you doing to get toward that goal? But it's specifically how that feeling you want to achieve is. And what can you do today, this week to feel energized, to feel healthy, to feel happy, to feel proud? And just take a moment to really let that sink in and feel good. Naming and releasing any of that pressure that might be hindering you. Again, that can be spoken or unspoken, external or internal. Identify it and let it go. Let it go if it's not helping you. And finally, give yourself permission to be a beginner and go at the pace you need. Your pace is your pace. You are running your race, my friends. We don't need to be looking left or right all the time to see what everybody else is doing. You've got your goal. You've got your feeling. You've got what you're going to do to get there. And you go at your pace. And you'd be proud of that pace. It's awesome. It's you. And that's what makes it so beautiful. So we have a full three minutes remaining. Thank y'all so much for sharing some of your day with me. Um, I really appreciate y'all. Um, if you would like to connect with me further, Instagram, website, email, um, feel free to contact me on there, or I'm sure Jane can connect you with me as well. Um, I really appreciate y'all sharing your day with me and your time with me and your attention with me. Um, I'm going to pop over in this chat real quick. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Kathy, Susan, Crystal, Janet, everyone. Um, I'll pass it off to you, Jane, if you want to give the scout. Yeah, yeah. I also got a couple, <laughs> I got a couple of private <laughs> messages too saying you're great. Oh, great. Um, so, yeah. Thank you. And I totally, um, yeah, I feel motivated by what you're, um, sharing and thank you. I'm going to, I'm going to start sharing the, uh, because if I'll forget it if I don't do that right now. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you're really here for. <laughs> I'm kidding. So we um, we usually start our health coaching um, sessions with uh, what's your why? So Love it. That was uh, really good. And I, I think often people get so caught up in the big lofty goal that they forget what they're even doing it for. So, um, so it's good to remember to think about the small steps you can take to feel good every day and then let go of some of the unnecessary pressure that's actually probably holding you back in a lot of cases. So just a beautiful summary. <laughs> but um but I'm so glad that you're willing to be here today. And um and that was that was really uh inspiring, motivating, a good start to January in 2021. <laughs> and um yeah, so I, I hope everybody who needed the QR code got that. If not, email me, let me know. Um, and then, uh, if anybody does want to be connected with Meredith, just email me and let me know. But, um, but thank you again, Meredith. <laughs> thank y'all so much for this opportunity and for your time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Best Health for Us podcast. For employees of Wake Forest Baptist Health, employees can learn more at besthealthforus.com. That's best health, the number four, us.com. 
Non-employees can check us out at wakehealth.edu slash besthealth. 